Hello, and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage, and today we don't have my lovely life wife with us. Um, she is my life as well, but um, we don't have my wife Leah with us today. She's had a long uh, morning and early afternoon. Uh, she's in the education realm, uh, working with students, and so it's just a long day of meetings. So today I'm going to be, and I'll be doing this every Monday, pretty much where we're going to just have nuggets of inspiration, just to encourage you, to give you hope and to tell you to, Hey, keep moving forward. Uh, may this be a word for any of you who listen in some way, shape or form that will encourage you in business and life in your relationships. With that said, I'm going to go over the title with you. It's pursue in spite of the opposition. And the scripture I want to read with you is John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So that's God's word, and his word is living and active, and I believe, truly believe it is sharper than any two-edged sword. He never promised life would be perfect, but he would be right there with us to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly, that we would have it to the full. So I just want to encourage you guys with that today, whether you go to church in a, a formal setting or whether you don't we got to remember for those who are in christ we are the church and so sometimes people might feel like they got to go somewhere to get encouragement or have to go to a ministry you don't have to the ministry can be right where you're at this earth is filled with the holy spirit and with that said um, may the holy spirit minister to you and go before you as we get ready to just share this topic today and Real quick, I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share a word with all those that have ears to hear and hearts to receive what your spirit is saying at this time in our nation and this world, that there is still hope in spite of the opposition. There's still hope in spite of the challenges. There is still hope in spite of, in spite of the losses. There is still hope in spite of what seems like broken dreams. And we ask you, Father, to just breathe life over everyone who would listen to this recording today and that they would be uplifted in their spirits and they would have new hope for the journey ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to read this one more time. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Just really ponder those words, meditate on that. Even throughout the week, truly just slow down and meditate on it. So I really want all of you to have life and to be encouraged and feel inspired and lifted up. There are many challenges that we will face in life that either serve as a marker for how you've come, how far you've come and how close you are to your dreams or they can be viewed as a sign of failure and defeat. It all depends on how we view those circumstances, which is so important. I know I've had many times in the past where I felt flip-floppy and how I view circumstances just because of discouragement, because of heaviness or things not going as well as I had planned and all the effort I put into it. But you know what? Those things have come and they've gone. And I feel so much better now. Many of those things I've forgotten. This is why it is so important to set your goals and desires before you. 
because we're going to have many days ahead that can be challenging, that can feel like almost insurmountable throughout our lifetime. And so when that happens, we need to have something we can hold on to. You can take the word of God, put it before you, begin to meditate on it throughout the day. Speak it over yourself. Speak it over your loved ones. Speak it over your business partners. Speak it over your your work associates or whoever it might be. Speak it over your boss. Speak blessings. Writing things down and speaking them out will remind you of who you are called to be and where you're headed. Sometimes along the journey, there's bumps on the road. We've all, I'm in California. It's where we live at. And anybody who's in California or any place like it, there's potholes. And so with those potholes, what happens? If you don't see it, you run over it. It can do some damage to the car and wear and tear, but you definitely feel it. That's how circumstances can be in life sometimes. But guess what? I've run over many potholes and guess what? My car never stopped in my case always kept going and that's what we have to do no matter how rough the journey gets sometime we got to keep going remember your circumstances are not who you are your mistakes are not the end and the challenges you face in life are not the final answer they're never the final answer sometimes we feel like it but they're not habakkuk 2 1 through 3 says this i will stand upon my watch and set upon set set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what i shall answer when i am reproved verse 2 and the lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it let me say that again And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it. It is so important writing things down. Writing them down, I I see actually my oldest daughter, she just, I saw her yesterday. She had some stuff written on her arm. I was about to say something like, why you got all that stuff written all over your arm? I don't don't want you to have all that stuff written all over your arm like she's tattooed everywhere. And uh, I'm not against anybody who has tattoos, but I, <laughs> I just was surprised because I'd never seen her write stuff literally. She had all kinds of words and different things and numbers all over her arm for some reason. And I know she was pondering some thoughts and she needed to do that to bring things to her remembrance. So what did I do? Daddy kept his mouth quiet. <laughs> so, um, but writing things down, putting it before our eye gates. That's why it talks about in scripture. You'll see some that talk about, you see Jewish people who Orthodox Jews might have a little box there on the frontlets, as scripture talks about in their forehead, or um, have it around their neck, bind it on the tablet of their heart, because God wants us to not forget his word. He wants us to be encouraged because he knows there's times ahead, there's enemies ahead, there's circumstances ahead, there's the unknown variables that we will face, but we are called to a greater purpose. There's something ahead of us. And so, That's why it's so important to write things down, write that vision, write it in a journal. If you use chalkboard, a lot more people in this generation will use chalkboards a lot, a lot, write it down in your office. If that's what you need, if that's what works for you, if it works at home, writing a little chalkboard or dry erase board, but writing down whatever that vision is, whatever words you've been given, whatever you've received, whatever hope you've been holding on to. Sometimes we just need to continue to speak over it, 
when days are bright and when days seem dreary, because it'll continue to bring life to the thing you're expecting. Okay, verse three in Habakkuk. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In other words, it's not going to tarry forever. It's not going to be labor forever. There's going to come at a point in time. We all have seasons in life, playing sports, going to college, finishing grade school, making new friends, waiting for a spouse, a mate, all these different things, wanting to have a child, wanting to start the business, wanting the business to succeed and thrive and be successful. All of these things, there's an appointed time. It takes time. And there's many things that precede it. When you speak over your situation, over the events of the day, you bring life to hope. When you move to action, the desire God Yahweh has placed in your spirit, you begin to experience the revelation of your faith. I'm going to say that again. When you move to action, the desires God himself, Yahweh, has placed in your spirit, you begin to experience the revelation of your faith. No one can experience your faith for you. You have to experience it for yourself. Because God said, Jesus said, every man has been given a measure of faith. Every man has been given a measure of faith. Every man, woman, child has a measure of faith. But we're the ones that have to work out our faith and walk that out over time. Though the days seem to grow darker, and there seems to be rampant despair. We see this all around and people are discouraged. People are hearing all kinds of information, misinformation, confusion. One doesn't know what the other is doing. The government can't save us. Our finances can't save us. Our family members can't save us. There is one, the creator, the almighty himself, the alpha and omega, who is the one who saves. He's the one who creates. He's the one who speaks. He's the one who breathes life and he's given us all hope. And we have faith that we use to exercise that. That's why we get up every day with an expectation of something greater to happen that day and the next day. So though we're waiting and overcoming things and things seem like this rampant despair, there is always light on the other side, have faith, Hold on and never let go. You never know who's watching you. Even naysayers and those who seem to be prospering but have given up on their dreams on the inside, they're watching you. They're waiting to see the expectancy, expectancy of your faith. So they're watching you. You won't know it. If you stay in the fight long enough, hope will not disappoint. For Romans chapter 8, verse 24 through 25 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. This society in America, everything is fast food, microwave, and microwave doesn't actually cook. It actually stirs up the molecules because it's a different uh, frequency wavelength. So anyway, <laughs> it heats up the food, if you will. But um, we want things in a hurry. We want things now. 
but most things that are worth getting take time. I remember Dr. Arthur E. Thomas when I was uh, going to um, high school in Germany, um, when I was at high school there, he came and he spoke at the time he was the president of Central State University um, and a very powerful speech he gave. And one of the things I remember him saying about his son being on campus um, at that same university, he was like, Dad, why, do, why can't I just have this now? Why can't my friends are having this, you know, X, Y, and Z, Dad, but I want, and he would say, son, he said, good things come to those who wait. He told him, good things come to those who wait. And, I, and I, that stuck with me. It was a very powerful thing. And then I heard another saying that was real similar to that is, you know, those big things move slowly. So whatever you're looking for, those dreams, those hopes, those desires, they're big for you. No one can minimize or make minuscule what you believe to be great for you and your family, for your life, the desires of your heart, even the achievements and compliment with your parents, whatever that may be for your family. No one can tell you how big or how small that dream is, but you. So with patience, wait for it. So in closing, if anyone listening does not have a relationship with Yeshua, Jesus Christ, just want to encourage you to give you some hope today. I can't save you. Like I said, no one can save you. Our plans can't save us. These things are tools and can help. And we have loved ones who can come alongside and support us and, and help us along the journey. But God has created each individual to have a relationship with him personally, which is amazing. No one can tell you how to have your relationship with God. He's the only one who can tell you how he wants that relationship. And that comes with seeking him and spending time with him. And you know what's amazing? Our creator has endowed you with such powerful gifts, regardless of who you are and where you're at and what's going on in your life right now. So with that said, these messages that I give, they're for everybody. Whether you're walking with God, you're not walking with God. He's the one that's the author and finisher of all of our faiths. He's the one who sent the Holy Spirit after Christ died, rose again, and ascended into heaven. And so I want to encourage you, if you feel despair today, if you feel hopeless, if you feel like things are lost, they're not. I don't have the answer, but I can point you to the one who does have the answer. Yeshua. He is the door. He is the one that not only is he knocking on our heart, but he's the doorway. He is always ready, standing at the door, knocking, wanting to come in and dwell with you and you with him. See, Satan would not want you to do this. He'd want you to focus on the problems or your past failures or discouragements and situations that are going on right now and feel like there's no hope. I'm lost. I've gone too far. Well, the devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. That's another name for him. Devil. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He can't change who he is, but he can't change the word of God either. So, and just, just know this, even if someone tries to discourage you in a situation or talk bad about you, how bad you did, or how you've fallen away from the church. First of all, the church is not a building and many people connect it with that. And it feels that way. We are the church and we don't become the church without a relationship with Christ who brings us to the father. 
in his magnificent and amazing love. So no one is above anyone else, and we all need God. Let's read this real quick. I just want to read a scripture for those who would like to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior and who want to know more, who want answers to life, who want the truth. He's the one, again, who will lead you and guide you in all truth by his Holy Spirit. So let's read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. I'll leave you with this. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Again, you can be right where you're at at this moment. You can go home. You can go to a restroom if you're at work or take a walk. And you can talk to the Almighty, just you and him. That's your business. And he will answer. So with that said, God bless you guys. Love you. Have an amazing, prosperous day. So go out there. Go out there today. Keep believing. Keep expecting. And know whatever you need will be provided in your finances, in your health, in your thought life, or any circumstances you may face. For all things are possible to him who believes. Thank you and God bless and continue to unwind.